0: Hey, sup, listeners! Uh, full disclosure: we recorded this podcast before uh, Trump officially pulled out of the Iran deal, and now he has. Uh, there's still a lot of good, relevant information about it, so make sure you listen and know the pod. Hello, and welcome to the Sub Podcast. I'm Brian Russell Smith,
1: and I'm Elise Morales. And the Sub Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is, is us. us.
0: <laughs> Simultaneous.
1: <laughs> you guys don't know how many times we practice. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Hopefully um, Danny, who edits the podcast, gets doesn't, like, get one of the earlier takes. Yeah.
1: That would be embarrassing yeah, or if that just all went live. Because it's
0: really not that complicated, but <laughs> <laughs> it made me really nervous. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I guess we'll just dive right in, you know. Uh-huh. Um, Elise, what is getting you through this week in Drums America?
1: Wow. Um, so this is actually... Some breaking news for the time that we're recording. Oh, yes. Yes,
0: yes, we're recording at a a little bit of a different time.
1: Yes. Uh, We're recording slightly earlier than we normally record in the week. Usually we record on Tuesday a little bit before the sub goes out so that we can have, you know the the most up-to-date news mm-hmm. but um i'm gonna be out of office tomorrow because i booked a role
0: i'm in a major 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 role
1: take look out for me unless you don't see anything from me which means i was cut <laughs>
0: <laughs> which happened last week. which I has believe, happened
1: right? mm-hmm. it has happened before and so, could happen
0: again so if it, it does make it into whatever she's missing work for we'll let you know so you can see you
1: can follow me on instagram and you will see a hot screenshot of me being (laughs) like oh my god thank you guys so much for whatever anyway anyways um what's getting me through the week is not my incredibly fast-paced acting career it is
0: (laughs) by the way if there is an update at the end of this podcast i will update it
1: (laughs) yeah so if something crazy happens between monday night when we're recording and tuesday when it goes out which is potentially like Which always is very could possible. Happen. Very pro- yeah. Brian will record an update. He'll be like, "Hey guys, we're in a war, or <laughs> <laughs> or whatever." Happened. Hopefully, it's
0: not that. Hey guys, President Trump
1: <laughs> choked on a fish <laughs> fillet, <laughs> or whatever. like
0: imagine that happens, and
1: it could happen at any time. We start
0: a new podcast about where you just like say things and see if it happens <laughs> in the future.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we find out that we are actually like clairvoyant, yeah. to some degree.
0: Anywho anyway. Anyhow.
1: What's getting me through the week is that our very own first lady, Melania Trump, a casual year and a half into her (laughs) husband's presidency, did announce her official platform today. It is called Be Best. Okay. um, Which... I would say is not grammatically correct. I was going to say, she's taking a
0: note after her husband <laughs> yeah, who does not pay attention to gra- proper grammar.
1: That is something that he would tack on the end of a tweet, just like, be best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's how she got the idea. Maybe her I them. expect
1: more from, because she does speak like seven languages, but maybe he, you know, they're, maybe they're working together on it. Anyway, the initiative has three pillars. They are well-being, Social media. So she's sticking with the cyberbullying thing, mm-hmm. even though when she announced that, everyone cyberbullied her <laughs>
0: about <laughs> it. Irony.
1: Um, and then the last thing is opioids. And it's all okay. supposed to be focused on like kids' mental health and wellness, and using the internet in a positive way, which is obviously hilarious and ironic for many reasons. (laughs) Brian pointed out that this probably does not extend to the Parkland team. Yeah,
0: I I tweeted it. Yes. I tweeted it. And she said, make sure we have to listen to our kids. And I quote retweeted it, it was from Fox Mm -hmm. News, and said, except for the Parkland students
1: Well, Boom. so you cyberbullied her. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> you immediately. <laughs> well, techni- techni- I mean,
0: it was it was I guess it was kind of her, yeah. but it was a Fox News tweet.
1: Yes. Also, you cyber-bullied Fox. I News. also
0: have like 170 followers. Like no one gives a fuck
1: about what I say. <laughs> um, but it, guys, uh, by the way, follow Brian on Twitter. It. <laughs> that it.
0: that was actually a ploy to get you to follow me. Yeah. On so we've
1: plugged my acting career. We've plugged <laughs> your Twitter. Brian <laughs>
0: underscore R underscore Smith. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, So this is funny to me because she made this announcement today, but either yesterday or maybe on Saturday, the Washington Post put out this very interesting Mm -hmm. profile of Mm -hmm. her that kind of details like her very sad life in the White House. Then like main takeaways from it, things you probably know are that she and Trump spend zero time together. Yeah. They don't eat together. They don't travel together, even if they're traveling to the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, her and Ivanka are not close in any way.
0: I wonder if she has friends. You know what I mean? Like they like, they had know. quotes from like long time friends, apparently of hers. And it's like, who are these people? I want to know. I don't
1: know. They said in the article that when he's doing rallies, she'll usually have like a small gathering of 10 or so people her staff is only 10 people which is like half of what michelle obama had at Mm. her peak i don't know what we count michelle's (laughs) peak as technically i don't know i feel like maybe it's like right around the time she got bangs
0: oh my god i think (laughs) you're gonna say something else oh
1: no (laughs) No. (laughs) it's like wait what no no when she got bangs
0: oh Um, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: i feel like maybe that was her peak i don't know but yeah so i guess she has like one of the smallest staffs of anyone. Um, they talked about how she did sign an ironclad prenup back really? in the day, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Melania, even if her and Trump part ways, we're not going to be getting any juicy info out of Melania.
0: Um, but I do
1: think the American people would go fund me her legal oh, fees. Oh, heck yes. For, if we're, if, in exchange for her talking, we'll do a Kickstarter. On behalf of
0: the American people, we would. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we will do a Kickstarter for her legal fees. If she's listening, Melania, you can speak freely and we will help oh, you. Oh,
0: we definitely know that she's a big fan of The betcha yeah.
1: I mean, I have five bucks I can definitely throw to a Kickstarter. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, that, so that's ten bucks already. A um, dollar for each of your staff members. <laughs> <laughs> but it just came off i mean it's kind of what we knew but it just came off as like this sad lonely life they were like she never goes into the west wing she always stays in the east wing they said she does try to give him advice on occasion and based on the article it seems like her advice was pretty good like she tells him to lay off twitter which i mean he's not listening but she does tell him and apparently in late 2017 at a dinner she was like Hey, I don't think that you're concerned enough about this Mueller investigation thing. And he was like, No, the investigation will exonerate me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so she was right there. And apparently she also really didn't like Steve Bannon.
0: Anyway. Oh well, that's valid. I
1: know. And I was like, okay, same. Like yeah. <laughs> literally same. So I wonder
0: if she's like I feel like if she she may even be doing things to like help the investigation along.
1: Oh, my God, I wonder. That would be the biggest scandal. Sorry, if we I found just out. burped
0: into the microphone. I
1: hope
0: you didn't <laughs> hear that. Um, be, she's like, leak, she's she's the leaker.
1: Yeah, oh, my God, Melania's the leaker. <laughs> she's leak. like, I just,
0: any way to get out of this house, to get out of this marriage, I will do what it takes.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would be the biggest scandal ever. I do wonder, like how long they would stay together after he stopped being president. I feel like it would not it couldn't be long. And
0: it's not like she would do it for the kid either. He spends zero time with Baron.
1: No. Her it seems like her life is very much focused around Baron. That was
0: the takeaway. She like yeah. She like makes sure he's ready for school in the morning. Mm -hmm. She like makes sure he does his homework. She's just like
1: a, A regular mom. mom. Yeah. He speaks Slovenian. Did you know that? Baron speaks Slovenian I, with her parents.
0: I bet I bet that they talk shit about Donald.
1: I know, right? <laughs> Slovenian. I bet if he's in the room, like all of them are just, just talking shit about him yeah, in Slovenian. And
0: Trump just like looks around. And, and it's like, like
1: he's like, mm, they're probably saying really nice things about me. <laughs> um, so Brian, what's been getting you through the week?
0: I mean, as we all, anyone who's been paying attention to the news is that clearly Giuliani just like can't stop going on television oh no he was just on uh abc with doorstep novelist uh sunday sunday night where he just continues to just contradict himself you know he's like he says he's like he's like there are some facts that we're working on and we're working on the facts and it's like you said it last week and facts are things you don't work on facts are facts
1: also didn't he say i'm focused on the law right now and not the facts yeah which Which is is like (laughs) what which is like first of all okay to like abide by the law you need to know the facts like the the facts <laughs> and the law are intrinsically linked to one another, um, but I don't. Did you listen to the Daily today?
0: The Daily today? No, I listened to NPR up, up um,
1: first. Today. So the Daily, uh, in keeping with our tradition of shouting out other podcasts <laughs> that we <laughs> learn things from on this one, the Daily did kind of like an in-depth thing about Giuliani today, where it just showed that like this has always been his mo. Like,
0: oh right, I, I read the description. Yes. I read the description for the Daily every morning, and the description for uh, Up First, mm-hmm. and then decide which I'm going to listen to in today. Very was up smart.
1: First. Yeah. Um, the, today's Daily was good. It was. Like, kind of a history of Giuliani just like going to the press as a prosecutor, even Mm -hmm. though, like, usually that's not what they do. That's always been his thing. I have this theory that his strategy is to just put out so much confusing, damning information that people don't know. People become overwhelmed. (laughs) Well, the thing
0: is, is that it's not like we're the. He's not like in in this situation, he won't be tried in public opinion. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Because the public opinion is so strong either way. Yeah. So, like, I, Giuliani like it's pretty dumb like he keeps like he like and then he's like being like confronted on his own statements mm-hmm. and saying that there are rumors and Stephanopoulos is like no but you just said this like no. he was saying that like George Stephanopoulos like or um Giuliani said that he that tr- that Cohen had told Trump about the payments after the election and then that was Steph- Stephanopoulos said that to BuzzFeed or fuck I keep, I keep mixing them up Giuliani said that to BuzzFeed and um and then Giuliani was like those are rumors and it's like wait you just said that was fact
1: <laughs> yeah, like like
0: or like he's like you can't even, like, use his own words against him because he just, like, says it so matter-of-factly that it's a rumor.
1: He is also floating the idea. I mean, this is all part of just, like, a bad, a bigger strategy where it seems like they're shifting from cooperating with Mueller to not cooperating yeah. with him. But he said that the president reserves the right to plead the fifth, which is everyone's legal right. But yeah. it is interesting considering Donald Trump ha- and many members of his administration have slammed people for taking fi- pleading the fifth. Yeah, he past. said that,
0: like, only mobsters take the Fifth Amendment. Yes. And then, like... I mean, there's so many damning, like, tweets and statements from them. Like, if you're being investigated by the FBI, you're losing or something. Yes. Is that a Sarah Sanders maybe or something? I
1: know that... I know Trump I know, definitely said the mob the thing. The mob thing, yeah. And that was, like, a big... He, he was talking about the Clinton investigation at that time. But that's, like... If there if if Trump ever makes a statement, you will find a tweet from five years ago where he's saying the opposite of that statement. Like it's like that rule where like if you can think of it, there's a porn for it. Like if Trump says it, he has a tweet saying the opposite.
0: Uh, Well, that's why you don't. Don't tweet. I guess that's know. I guess that's the, that's, that's the takeaway. And listen
1: to your wife, dude. And they, they're You're also saying,
0: uh, Giuliani also said that they may not comply with any subpoenas because he's the president. But if you think, if you look back at Watergate, the Supreme Court ruled that even though he's the president, he's compelled to uh, like go with it. Yeah. So.
1: Apparently there's like comply, a, some sort of legitimate legal argument about whether or not the president can be indicted seems like a pretty big oversight if he can't be. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like, that seems shitty.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just... We we still haven't seen his tax returns, you know? And so we don't know, like, the payments he's been making. If they're, now they're saying that there may even be more money that he's been spending. It was, like, $400,000, $500,000. And Stormy Daniels only got $130,000. So who, who else did these payments go for? And then Giuliani was also saying that this was for... It was to protect, like, um, his marriage and his personal life. But, like, I mean, I'm sure Melania is very aware that he sleeps with other people.
1: Yes. And Giuliani also said in a previous interview, not the one we've been talking about, um, he basically made a comment to the effect of, like, imagine if this had come out in October of 2016. Like, we couldn't have that happen, which is pretty obvious obviously ties the payment to the campaign which
0: makes it a campaign like donation Donation. and which basically you know brings up campaign finance implications i
1: know but it's like if if, it's just so funny that they're like no this is actually to protect the first lady and i'm like oh my god when have you guys ever attempted (laughs) to protect the first lady from anything Uh, she protects herself I know she protects herself by just staying the fuck out of everybody's uh, yeah, way. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I was looking. I was looking to make a compilation video of Melania's shadiest moments, mm-hmm. or just like all, all the time she like smacks Donald's hand away, mm-hmm. and she's the only one looking out for herself. You know. Yeah.
1: She's she has 47% approval as of January. She's like the most popular of the entire Trump clan and it's cuz she doesn't fucking do anything. Well, it's like Beyoncé. Yes.
0: Beyoncé does no interviews, does no press and everyone just like thinks anytime so anytime she does anything, it is the best thing that's. I mean, not that yeah. she's like not to like negate the fact that Beyoncé is the best living performer mm-hmm. of all time, but because mm-hmm. she doesn't give us anything, the second she gives us something, we're just fawn over it.
1: So your stance is that Melania is Beyoncé. <laughs> Yes, I'm saying
0: of of the White House, Melania is a Beyonce. I mean, she did wear that hat. <laughs> she that did wear hat. that hat. So she has that going for
1: her. Uh, oh my god! And that person tweeted it was. I think it was Alex English yeah, tweeted this with that Russian collusion Russian mess. Collusion mess. Ugh, really good, really good tweet. Clever. I love a good tweet.
0: Clever. and
1: that's a positive use of social media. Yeah. I would say
0: <laughs> Melania. Take note. I do actually commend the her including the opioid. Because yes. I know that's something that, like, keeps getting talked about being done. I know Chris Christie was supposed to be handling it. But and Jared like, Kushner and Jared is also Kushner.
1: handling uh, no, it. So,
0: like, I guess there's, like, one other person saying they're handling it. Maybe eventually something. Because it is a, a really big problem. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, it's, it's very...
0: I, I'm from New Jersey, and I know a lot of people who've overdosed and died from opioids. So... Yeah. You know, it's very prevalent.
1: It's a very real issue that yeah. is happening now and we maybe don't have our best and brightest dealing with it no. on all levels. No. And
0: it's hard to make good jokes about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. We'll just t- be like, mm, and that's mm. and it's and it's sad. <laughs> and it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so should we get into I mean, we've already started really talking about the week's news, but yeah. um let's chat for just a quick sec about Gina Haspel.
0: Yeah, so Gina Haspel is the current nominee for uh, to be the director of CIA. Mm-hmm. She'd be filling the spot of Mike Pompeo, who is filling the spot of Rex Tillerson, who quit because he thought the president was a fucking moron. <laughs> um, Pompeo has already been confirmed. We've talked about that before. Listen to our old podcast. And then this Wednesday uh, is Gina Haspel's first, Confirmation. Yes. Mary, yes.
1: But Gina is apparently already over it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she she apparently had to be talked into not withdrawing her nomination. She yeah. was floating the idea of withdrawing. She's basically concerned that the Senate is going she she doesn't want to be the next Ronnie Jackson, basically. Yeah.
0: Well, so some background on Gina Haspel. She's worked in the CIA for thirty-three years. Thirty-two of those 33 years are classified because she's, like, she's a real spy. Yeah, she's, she's like, a legitimate spy. She's like spy. a spy. So like we don't know, like there's like very little we know about her. And the things that we do know about her are like super problematic.
1: Yes. So, and
0: yeah. Uh, so like she um was in charge of this black site in Thailand following mm-hmm. uh, 9-11.
1: Yes. And so at this black site, they used enhanced interrogation, which if that Rays rings a bell from back in the early Aughts you know get, get your Chunky highlights and your jean skirt ready We're going back to 2001
0: yeah.
1: uh, That's the word That they used for waterboarding so yeah. people Were being waterboarded at this CIA Black site that Haspel was In charge of the implication isn't That she specifically waterboarded People but she was overseeing This She was site. overseeing it
0: but that, it doesn't even End there so like no. people were being waterboarded people Were being isolated for like like a month like like um, putting into confinement boxes this one guy was bashed into walls and just a lot of sleep deprivation and basically nothing really came out of it it actually turned out the one guy that we're talking about specifically his name is i, I can't i didn't look up how to say his last name
1: we can give it a try, it, and it's, and, and, uh, it's
0: Abu Zabaya Zabida. Zab- 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 yeah,
1: it's Z U B A Y D A H. Abu so Zabida. Zab- he
0: was waterboarded hundreds of times. He was like laid down with a, and he had had a, he had he had something covering his eyes so he couldn't see. So sometimes he didn't even know when he was going to be waterboarded. It would just randomly be waterboarded, and they thought he was a member of Al Qaeda, uh, a top leader of Al Qaeda. Mm-hmm. Turns out he wasn't even a member of Al Qaeda, and nothing of any use came from that.
1: Yeah. Well, and this is something that we learned over the course and when we've known this forever, but this was a big debate, obviously going back to that time is that torture doesn't really elicit yeah. a lot of valuable information. No, it
0: doesn't. Um, Cause
1: people will just say anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you, you, imagine just like I would. I would be like, "Oh yeah, I did this just so you can stop like torturing." Yeah, it.
1: exactly. And so Haspel. Um, another thing well, about just, her time. Oh, just do you to quote. Go into it? Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. just
0: just to quote John McCain. He after it came out about her nomination, he said because John McCain was like very badly tortured when he was yes uh, prisoner of war. Yeah, in he POW Vietnam. in Vietnam. Um, so he came out pretty strongly. He said. We now know that these techniques not only fail to deliver actionable intelligence, but actually produce false and misleading information. Most importantly, the use of torture comprised our va- compromised our values, stained our national honor, and threatened our historical reputation. So, I mean, he's a smart dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I would I would, I would, would go with John McCain on that kind of stuff. Side note about John McCain, did you see that he's requested for Trump not to go to his funeral? Yes,
0: I did see that. However, I was a little disturbed about how much his eventual funeral got how much coverage is, is like, he's not dead.
1: I know. (laughs) I thought that was like, there was like that article that was like like, John McCain, like, like they've been, cause he's coming out with this book. Yeah. So everywhere has been like pre-eulogizing him and I'm like, wait, he's like literally not dead. He's
0: not dead. (laughs) He's very much alive. (laughs) He is
1: alive. He is alive. And
0: so like, people keep talking about like, his, his like, burial preferences and like how, obviously that Trump, he doesn't want Trump there. And it's all just seems like a little like macabre.
1: Yeah. It's like a little bit, it's a little bit weird. Yeah. I, I agree with you that it's like, okay, guys, let's like cool it until he's actually like yeah, that, I know.
0: Well, I made a comment about George H.W. Bush a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, well, I mean, oh. we were
1: like, we were, I, you just, nobody's dead until they're dead. Yeah, guys. Exactly. <laughs> actually,
0: unless they're resuscitated and come back to life. But, <gasps>
1: <laughs> or the episode like, of black oh,
0: mirror comes true oh
1: my god yeah we clone Sandy. Their, we clone their consciousness oh i wonder what john mccain's decade would be <laughs> i
0: feel like it would
1: the 80s yeah i like,
0: know it might be pre-vietnam
1: yeah it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely not during <laughs> and and
0: post-vietnam was probably pretty hard i mean he still can't yeah. lift his
1: arms yeah oh Uh, i I literally almost just said r.i.p john mccain and he is not dead (laughs) he is not dead he is fine back to gina Gina. yeah
0: back to gina (laughs)
1: um
0: damn gina so
1: one of the things yeah one of the things that damn gina did uh is that she oversaw the destruction of some 90 it was either 92 or 97 videos Of this interrogation interrogation taking place.
0: Which also, which is kind of, I mean, torture is obviously terrible, but in the terms of like legality, this seems more fucked up for me because, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't, she didn't directly like oversee when she got to the Thailand site. Like she was aware of it, but like also she was following command, like the chain of command. And it's like, it's hard to say like, Who's to blame when your superior orders you to do something and you carry out said action or you don't because you know you 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 think like and it's you know you, you never know what decision you're going to make in the in the present. Yeah. But the fact that she did 3 years after the after these tortures happened ordered the destruction of these videotapes. Mm-hmm. Which did le- end up, like she did end up going to, to trial for her. Like there was a judge. Yeah, and, special
1: counsel I think yeah, was appointed, specil- but yeah. then they opted not to charge her.
0: Yes. So, I mean, she just, Destroyed the evidence, which is. Yeah.
1: And all of this stuff is hard when you're literally talking about someone who, as we said, 32 of their 33 year career is literally a secret because Mm -hmm. they're a for real spy. Yeah. Um, And all of this stuff does go back to like complicated chain of command things, stuff that. I a an editor at Betches, maybe don't understand fully the way that the CIA, like, operates.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm
1: fully ready to admit that I do not understand the inner workings of the CIA. Yeah. But Gina Haspel is apparently concerned enough about all this stuff coming out that she was wedi- ready to withdraw her nomination because she saw what happened to Ronnie Jackson, and she yeah. was like... Well, I don't want all these people coming out of the woodwork talking shit about me, saying that yeah. saying I'm too drunk to get. Yeah, I was so drunk on the job or whatever. Well, and
0: also, like you know, th- more things may come to light as the hearing proceeds. You know, because I'm sure a lot of these senators who are 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 privy to the declassified information, mm-hmm. and perhaps like they're working to declassify said information, or they'll just be like. I know something so terrible about you that I could never. Yeah, and it's like, well, it's like, what are the? What, what, what was the terrible thing? Yeah, but, you know it. And then when she was, well, so when she and so now like, Sarah Sanders and some other like pundits. I guess Sarah Sanders is a pundit, but she basically is. She's a pundit. Yeah. Was like any Democrat who opposes the vote of gina Haspil, i guess is hypocritical and doesn't support women and it's like that's uh, not how it works that is
1: not feminism doesn't mean that you just support everything every woman does on a blanket level it just yeah. means you give them the same time of day that you yeah. would give a male nominee and so it's you, like <laughs> like like if we had a male nominee who had overseen a black site and had overseen the destruction of a hundred torture videos, I would have similar concerns. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like, should we not ask questions about this person we know nothing about, other I- than these fucked up things that we do know?
1: And it is interesting, like in terms of the Trump administration, like these questions about feminism, because he does have a lot of women who are the face of his administration in certain ways, like Kellyanne Conway is the first woman to ever run a successful presidential campaign. She's the first female campaign manager to ever win the presidency. And it's like, okay, I mean, yeah, she has that title, but do I have to agree with her methods or do I have to agree with her as a person? No. But
0: also, I mean, yes, like Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the press secretary. We have Kellyanne Conway, like, and we see them a lot. But actually, only 80% of the nominations for top jobs in the Trump administration have actually gone to men. So, like, it's not... This is just, like, one of 20%.
1: Yeah, there are just some very visible... Women in yeah. the Trump administration, your Kellyanne, your Sarah Huckabee Sanders, your Ivanka's. But also look at the people who he sends out to do his dirty work, who he throws under the bus. Like who are the two people that go to the White House correspondence dinner to get roasted? You know, it's yeah. Kellyanne and Sarah right. Huckabee yeah. Sanders. It's like he you you y- there are differences in the way that he treats the women around him John versus Kelly. the men. Yeah. Like John, yeah, like John Kelly's not getting his shit torn apart at Mm-mm. the White House Correspondents' Dinner. They're not sending John Kelly out on all the morning talk shows to just like. Well, John
0: Kelly is like pretty sexist. He's like, yeah, he like, well, he's like, we can't, we can't, we can't cuss in front of the ladies. Yes,
1: John Kelly believes that women are like too emotional because of periods and
0: yeah whatever but so I- yeah so haspil's confirmation is coming up this wednesday there is some concern uh from the white house that she won't pass
1: i feel like they're always there's always concern and then they pass
0: yeah so i mean you usually don't nominate someone who won't um, but you know, you never know, uh, they're, they're, they're specific, particularly worried about democratic senators, Joe Manchin and Mark, uh, West Virginia and Mark Warner of Virginia. Yeah, Mark. And I'm then, from Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and then Susan Collins, who, you know, was the one who fought against the healthcare, uh, re- vetoing yes. or what is it? Um,
1: she, she Obamacare. was, yes, she didn't want to repeal yeah, Obamacare. Repeal,
0: I, yeah. Not veto repeal. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Rand Paul, our our guy.
1: Yeah, well, as we know, Rand Paul will take any opportunity to pretend like he's a no vote when he's really a yes vote.
0: Yeah, like he did for Mike Pompeo. Joe
1: Manchin is interesting because he's one of the Democratic senators who is up in the midterms, and he, Trump is really, really popular in West Virginia, so Joe Mm -hmm. Manchin has a very tricky time defending his seat, so... I don't really see how not voting for the CIA director yeah. helps him.
0: This is um kind of unrelated, but did you see that they may be um like putting the Mueller probe on hold until after the midterms?
1: Oh shit.
0: Yeah, well just like I think it's it's because they think that if putting it on hold will help the democratic candidates actually because the Republicans are like, well, all, all the, a lot of the talking points for, especially in these very conservative areas, are um, <clears throat> witch hunt, witch hunt, yes. witch hunt. And so, if we just stop hearing about more about the probe until after the midterms, we'll we'll hear less of that rhetoric.
1: Yes, and I've also read that one of the major strategies, just in general, coming out of the GOP in the midterms, is that if we don't protect the conservative majority donald trump will be impeached so they're like heading Mm -hmm. they're hitting hard that they're like if you elect if you let democrats get elected they're gonna impeach donald trump yeah which like like
0: paul ryan was like there's no more cover-ups if we lose and it's like cover-ups imply that you're covering covering stuff i
1: mean paul ryan is just like a sad mask of a man
0: is that after this we won't have to talk about paul ryan anymore it's
1: so crazy that we're like T-minus six months until I never have to give a flying fuck about Paul Ryan ever again.
0: Nope, nope, nope.
1: Bye. Yeah. Bye. Boy, bye. Um, But yes, I did hear that, that like the investigate. like, you know, they've tried a bunch of different strategies. They originally were going to run on the tax cut, but then nobody. Nope,
0: not doing. Nobody likes it. And
1: basically no one got, no one got any money back. Yeah. I do I and I've said this on the podcast before, my check did increase by twelve dollars.
0: Yeah, I did notice uh like a ten dollar increase as mm-hmm. well. So <laughs> it was that was that most was nice. of it
1: apparently went to companies buying back stocks in their own companies. Which is know. everyone in the American everyone in America really wanted that to happen. We were all waiting for these companies to be able to buy back their own stocks. So thank God. Um so now it looks like what they're running on is like you can't if if you elect democrats they'll impeach trump which i mean for me i'm like okay i hope so (laughs) (laughs) like for me i hear that and i'm like ding yeah right (laughs) but for other people maybe not so um, yeah so we'll
0: see how uh wednesday goes yeah
1: we'll see we'll have a podcast out thursday where we will have
0: and you'll probably critique her Critique it.
1: Yeah, I who knows? About, I feel her. like I mean, she doesn't seem like she's ridiculous, so I don't think it'll no, be like I an mean, eventful. She's
0: probably very intelligent. Like, yeah. no, no one in the CIA, especially who gets to the level that she has, yeah. is,
1: is. Yeah, she was a spy for thirty-two years. Like, I she's just, like, not, do you
0: watch Homeland? I just I really I watch think some Homeland. I just Homeland. like, like, I'm like, is she Carrie Matheson? Like, yeah. I really am, like. That's what I. That's she what goes I go fucking to. Nuts <laughs> <the year>. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, sorry, I just came from my electroshock therapy
1: yeah and she's just like we're like oh my god she's crazy but she's such a good spy
0: (laughs) this past season of homeland very good (laughs) by the way
1: so speaking of international relations our long distance relationships as we call it in the sup newsletter we must speak about the Iran deal, yeah, yeah, yeah. deal yeah. or no deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the deadline for Donald Trump to pull out of the Iran deal is coming up. It's this Saturday, March twelfth.
1: He set that deadline for himself. I
0: don't know. I'm how confused it works. about
1: what it's... the. I I have to be honest. I am confused about in what way this is a deadline. I mean, everyone
0: just says it is. Yeah. So I'm just assuming it. This I is keep it. reading articles that it's. Wait, like no. This I said March twelfth. I meant May 12th. May twelfth.
1: People, I keep reading articles that are like the deadline is May twelfth, and I'm like. Well, how from who? (laughs) So I don't know.
0: Maybe it was like in some clause. I don't know. Yeah. But basically, do you want to explain what the Iran deal is?
1: Yeah. Okay, guys. So the Iran deal is this deal that was organized by the Obama administration. Mm -hmm. um, And basically, in return for us lifting some heavy sanctions on Iran, Iran was going to stop uh, stop its nuclear weapons program. So yeah. basically they're going to confine any nuclear test that they're doing to energy and not to weapons. And the way we were going to determine whether or not this happens is sort of an open door policy of inspectors being able to come yeah. in at any point and like they have to show the inspectors yeah. their facilities. Just to so show that it's
0: purely for energy no like ballistic missiles. Yes. And, or no, they, they still do use ballistic missiles.
1: They but they the can't use like nuclear. nuclear yeah, yeah, they can't be like developing nuclear warheads and I think you can tell that based on I don't know, the science. Yeah, uh, The scientists I, <laughs> show up and then they do their <laughs> the science. And, now, and, somehow, um, and they open up their their beakers and and they look at yes. them. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So I guess basically he's threatening to reimpose sanctions or have Congress reimpose sanctions. Yes. And basically so it, most the- of the sanctions had to deal with oil and mm-hmm. who and and them selling mm-hmm. oil or exporting oil. Yes. And basically they lost about like a hundred and sixty billion dollars between two thousand twelve and two thousand sixteen. So <clears throat> they've been complying and like like we know, but. Recently, um, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said that they have not been complying and have still been...
1: So it's it's actually tricky what he did. So Israel is basically our... Israel is obviously our bestie on many levels. Um, and, and Benjamin Netanyahu, BB, if you're nasty, uh, <laughs> and Donald Trump are really good friends. And they both hate the Iran deal. Uh, well, and there are legitimate critiques of the Iran deal. Like, they're, I know the, they're like, it's pretty open-ended. The they're dead, they're, There aren't really, like, solid deadlines for things. Yeah. There are legitimate critiques for the Iran deal. I have heard... Ronan Farrow's is going to talk about his book mm-hmm. often and one of the things he said that stuck with me is like good diplomatic deals are often imperfect like to get someone to the table you have to give something so like no yeah. it's not an amazing deal for the United States like Donald Trump isn't 100% wrong but it was a way for us to take their nuclear program off the table and deal with other things. Like really with these types of deals, you want to just try to get one thing. Yeah. Um, You're not going to get everything. Donald Trump obviously doesn't understand that. Um, Because he doesn't understand, like, anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But so Netanyahu gave this press conference, like, a week week and a half or so ago. um, And he stood in front of a giant, like, scream that said Iran lied. And basically he says that Iran misrepresented their the like what their nuclear program was up to up until the deal. So he wasn't really saying that they're not complying now. He was saying that the deal itself was based on lies mm-hmm. that they had actually been further along in their nuclear program or pursuing more of a nuclear program than they said that they were when the deal was made. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like I don't know, it was kind of like a shady Announcement,
0: yeah, 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 yeah in yeah. a
1: way. And now we have found that aides to the Trump administration. Oh, right, yeah.
0: So the Guardian recently just came out with an article, I think it was re- originally from the Observer, mm-hmm. um, that uh, the Trump aides hired Israeli uh, black ops to do opposition research on Obama officials who helped negotiate the Iran deal. To try and delegitimize the deal by delegitimizing the people who created the deal. They also yeah. reached out to journalists from like the New York Times, MSNBC, other places to see if that perhaps these two officials, specifically their names were uh, Ben Rhodes and Colin Call, the, mm-hmm. Um They've been top national security advisors and like uh, deputy assistants mm-hmm. to Obama. Um, ben Rhodes,
1: frequent guest on Pod Save America. Yes,
0: yes, he's a friend of their friend pod. of
1: their pod, and maybe our pod.
0: I mean, I'm he's a he's a he's like an um, we're an admirer of him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you
1: say. we yeah, he's our friend.
0: But so basically, <laughs> in order to try and like like this is some shady shit. Yeah, like in order to try and say the Iran deal is not good or whatever as i probably could have said that smarter yeah uh, no <laughs> they had to like they had to attack the people who helped negotiate it and mm-hmm. obviously like that's not good because he's basically running black ops on our own government
1: yeah like i mean it's just crazy to think you know like this is a president who has consistently attacked private citizens and you know he's attacked them on Twitter anyone who he doesn't feel like he is the president of the United States he feels like he is the president of that 35% of like loyal Trump supporting base and everybody else is his enemy and that is crazy like it's crazy to go after your own citizens Ben Rhodes at this point is a private citizen
0: yeah and also like a lot of this is stems to something that Trump does in, like, all of his decision-making is he wants to just, like, fuck up anything Obama accomplished. Yes. Like, the Paris Agreement, and now this. Cuba. Cuba. And it's like, oh, Obama did that, and it was a shining achievement of his. I'm going to try and take that away. I like know. Like, all of his executive orders, like, trying to preserve national parks and land, and, like, basically, even if he agrees with it, like, I'm, I'm sure Donald Trump, like, may even agree with, like, things, but if Obama said he did, like... He probably stopped eating, like, French fries because Obama said he liked French fries.
1: Yeah. It's, you know,
0: like, it's...
1: it's And so that's the that, part. He's obsessed. He's
0: obsessed with He's him.
1: obsessed with dismantling Obama's legacy, no matter what people say, no matter who, like, no matter what's a good or a bad deal. Like, Cuba was another example where it's just, like, that took so many years of negotiation, and Donald Trump got nothing Mm -hmm. by revoking that decision i for those of you listening at home i am cuban and let me tell you Uh. nothing is gonna stop florida cubans from voting republican so him and him reinstating the embargo him reinstating the travel restrictions or whatever like there's no reason to do it. They're not going to vote Democrat. Yeah. That's never going to happen. He literally just did it because it was like a huge achievement of the Obama administration to do it and because I think he wanted to mess up the vacation that I was personally planning at the time that he You're personally
0: it. victimized by Democrat. I was Trump.
1: personally victimized. I was literally about to buy like I was in in like the prep that week, I was going to buy tickets to go to Cuba. And he showed up in Miami, where I actually happened to be for my grandmother's funeral. And he came to where I was to announce that I could not go on my vacation. <laughs> and it was, it was honestly the worst thing he's done so far. You're
0: basically like Obama. He, pers- he, he personally he you out.
1: victimized me. He made there be traffic to my grandmother's funeral, <laughs> which is so rude. And he fucked up my vacation. Damn it. I know. He's really an asshole.
0: So this is STEM's. Like, all your hostility towards him. Yeah,
1: it's, like, really... I didn't like him before, but when he (laughs) messed up my vacation, (laughs) then it became really personal. I had an Airbnb picked out. There was, like, this lovely woman named Dulce. I
0: saw the Kardashians go to Cuba, and then that made me want to go to Cuba, and now I will never... Be able to keep up with the Kardashians.
1: I know You can still go, but it's just like complicated. You have to do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I don't want to have a complicated vacation. No. I want to have an easy vacation. I mean,
0: it's not a vacation if it's complicated.
1: Exactly. But, um, yeah. Exactly.
0: So, yeah, we'll see how this plays out. Um, we'll have a video actually coming out about this, too, mm-hmm. starring Elise for our WTF series. Wow,
1: if you can believe. <laughs> so it'll
0: be all, a lot of this information packed into one minute, and you can find it on our Instagram.
1: Yes. Um. Uh, another thing, just quickly, about the Iran deal, UK's foreign minister, Boris um, Johnson, who's like that <laughs> kind of Trump-looking guy yeah, that did Brexit, basically. he was of Brexit. A, yeah, He's like the main Brexit guy. Now he's like their version of Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. He literally looks very similar yeah. to Trump hair-wise. Yeah, wise. the hair
0: coloring is, like, they use the same box.
1: They're very similar. But he is in Washington right mm-hmm. now, and he's trying to get Trump to stay in the Iran yeah. deal. Uh, we, two weeks ago, also, Macron came, and he was like, please Merkel stay. Merkel came, too. They all want, um, they're all trying to get him to stay day johnson isn't meeting with trump personally but he is meeting with mike pence and he did go on fox and friends which is basically like meeting with trump mm-hmm. personally. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's like
0: it's like a direct like video chat
1: exactly yeah yeah he went on fox and friends which is facetiming the president yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes we'll
1: see i i i I personally don't think that he's going to stay. It well, seems like he doesn't want to.
0: No, it seems like he doesn't want to. And when he says things, like, he usually does it, which is something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when it comes to these kinds of big decision-making things, like the Paris uh, yeah. Accord, like, I kind of was like, oh well, everyone's telling him not to do it. Like, yeah. his Secretary of State is telling him not to do it. Like, maybe he'll actually stay. Yeah. And I'm like, Well, Trump nope.
1: loves pulling out. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: <laughs> double entendre. Oh, oh, Stormy Daniels was on SNL. We, but like, oh yes, Stormy seen.
1: Daniels was on SNL, and it, that prompted me actually to go back and watch um, '90s era SNL where they had uh, where, where they were talking about the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Yeah, um, and Molly Shannon played her. Oh. I didn't realize, but Molly Shannon was Monica Lewinsky for all of them, and I they were very funny. Yeah. I I it like prompted me to go back and look at how they covered everything and it was very much like Monica Lewinsky, they portray her as like very young and kind of like silly, and she's always like watching Dawson's Creek and uh, like. Poor Monica,
0: like, but she's taking the world I by know, storm now. I know, she's doing a much better no job yet. now.
1: Yeah. I was actually expecting to be more troubled by their portrayal of her, and it was like less slut-shamey than I thought that it would be yeah. and it was very much like it would always be like she would be on the phone and and Bill Clinton would call it and he'd be like hey baby nice to see you <laughs> like, and they were just like kind of like this honestly like silly couple that both liked to watch Dawson's Creek together and would like... The, the implication was that like she was kind of perfect for him because like she's this silly girl and he's like a very deeply silly man. Yeah. Um. So well, it was kind of interesting yeah. to watch like contemporary.
0: Yeah, well Stormy was not a very good actress. She
1: no, could, she, she wasn't. She didn't do
0: it well but like I don't think we want her to be... Do, do.
1: And I have personal thoughts about all the stunt casting on SNL. I think that it degrades the ensemble.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Ben Siller. Why, why were you... I know, there?
1: it's like you guys have all all these talented people why are we i also this they do might it be for a, the applause this applause, might be a applause. hot take but i hate baldwin's trump impression it grosses me out
0: it's just kind of gotten like Overindulgent. It.
1: It's one note. I also don't think it's a really good impression, and I also think that Alec Baldwin, as a person, is literally exactly the same as Donald Trump. And I don't way. think they have a lot
0: of differences. No, no.
1: So I don't really buy him skewering Trump. Like I guess, like Alec Baldwin agrees with me on the issues if we had to talk. But I, I find him to be, barring his performance in Thirty Rock. And Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> I find him to be very distasteful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't like I don't like all the movements he does with his mouth. I understand that it's an impression, but it's a too many it's too many movements. It's too open all it's the time. It's too many movements with his mouth. I prefer Anthony Ataminik on the president show. And that's not just because yeah. he taught me improv. Oh. Wow.
0: <laughs> Name drop. I don't really have a preference. Because I just hate it all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I do I do find it that like I don't love watching Trump impressions just because it just makes me feel well every like and now
0: like every comedian has a fucking Trump Trump impression. Trump impression. You
1: have to have a working Trump impression, but when like even watching a good one like. Ed Tamanik on the President show. I can't really maintain watching it for that long because I just get so I'm like, ugh like, yeah, I don't like maybe like it. I'll like this when we're all done and we're on the other end of it. But yeah. I just really don't I don't love it. And Baldwin's is my least favorite of the bunch. And yeah. it definitely is mouth related, I yeah. think, as to why I hate it so much.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> Enough of the mouth.
1: Enough mouth stuff.
0: Enough, enough mouth stuff. <laughs> um, so one, that's, this brings us to one more thing. One more thing. Um, Brian,
1: you have one, and then I have a personal one more thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> you cause go
0: first. Mine is, mine is more relevant to the people. To
1: the people to, in the world?
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations. Vladimir Putin was just inaugurated as... President again,
1: yep. president. He's president. President, yeah. yeah. His Dmitry Medvedev his is the minister, prime minister, yeah. and he was president for a while. They've like switched off. Yeah, just
0: so Putin could stay in power. Yeah, exactly. And so now Putin is just behind Stalin in terms of dictatorships Congrats. in Russia. And by the time he finishes it, he'll only be one year away. So his now that he's just been uh inaugurated again. Um, he will be president until 2024
1: and then technically he has to based on the Russian constitution he can't run again after this one he would have to wait until 2030
0: is that it or can he I thought he couldn't run it all again.
1: I read 2030 but it's also like all of this is predicated on that Vladimir Putin is gonna like follow the constitution
0: and no and so actually RT um, shout out um, which is there's just funny I was watching because I wanted to watch the inauguration just to see like what it was like. And um, I'm really cool. Uh, it was like, RT is funded partially or wholly by the Russian government. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Either <laughs> or.
0: Disclaimer. I was like, okay. <laughs> you guys take a guess yeah. as to which. Yeah. And so basically it was like all of the, it was at the the Grand Palace in the, in the Kremlin. And uh, it started there. And then these like, the, like dudes like wearing like old outfits, like walking down and like. Just, I don't even... It was in Russian. I don't Uh know what they were saying. And then it cuts to Vladimir Putin, like, minutes later. And he's just, like, in his office at the government building. Uh And then it's just a single camera following him down a hallway, like... Like, it's a really great production value. Like, a long tracking shot of, like, minutes and minutes of Putin walking. And all these people are standing in the palace waiting for him. just <laughs> like, waiting for him to come. And he's, just, like, he's just, like, strutting along. And it's, like, just silent. And then they're, like... And then he gets... And then he, like... So, he walks through these long hallways just following him for, like, five minutes. And then he gets to a limousine. And everyone praised him because it was a Russian-branded limousine. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> and then he takes the limo to from his office from the government building to the palace where it is. And then he finally walks through. It's like so like dramatic and long and Russian and just like comical. And it's like, uh, you poor people. Steven Seagal was there. <laughs>
1: Steven Seagal was there. I would love to see um, that entire shot that you just described set to the Saturday Night Fever music. Just like, <laughs> 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 well, I was walking. just
0: singing the whole time. I
1: don't know you the words. Yeah, song. I don't know. No,
0: no one actually knows <laughs> No, the I
1: know the song. sounds of the yeah, song. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, not yeah. know.
0: And it's like a lot of like, um, you can actually like hear Putin's footsteps. And I'm just thinking the whole time, like, what if the cameraman farts and like and he he would be murdered
1: because <laughs> there, be murdered.
0: everyone would be like Putin farted and it would just be the cameraman
1: <laughs> for making it seem like our president farted. <laughs> you yeah. go to jail. Um, another thing about Putin is he did just arrest his like only real opposition person, yeah, Alexei well, Navalny. Yeah,
0: there were like tens of thousands of people protesting the his inauguration <clears> to <throat> go across Russia in like 19 cities because, you know, his, I, believe it or not, his election was sketchy. He was elected. He was re-elected back in March. Yeah.
1: Crazily enough. Ugh. It was not on the up and up.
0: No, um, <laughs> he, he won, he technically won by 76%. Who knows if that's true. There was a lot of evidence of ballot stuffing, and people like um, election monitors were being attacked. So mm-hmm. it was not the cleanest of elections, surprisingly. No.
1: Um, but congrats to Vlad. Can't <laughs> wait for us to work together. Yeah, good for you, bro. The Next four years. Um, so I have one more thing. And this is a personal <laughs> one. <laughs> so um, for those of you who track my movements, as I know that many of you do, uh, a couple months ago, I did a show, a comedy show at my friend's old high school, it's called Holmdale High in New Jersey. Uh, and I did the show there and it was great. And then two days ago, I log in online to find that the superintendent of Homedale High School was arrested for regularly pooping on their track and field field. <laughs> like apparently the whole school was like who's shitting on the field and it turned out to be the superintendent of the school. And they caught him in the act and they were like, "Oh my oh god, my is that god. the superintendent?" <laughs> I
0: can't under. imagine. Like, oh, I can't imagine being that person. I mean, they probably didn't know as a superintendent at first cuz like who actually knows who their superintendent is and, like what he looks like? No. I for sure don't. No. But like you catch this man and then it turns out to be like, superintendent,
1: and i'm sure the whole time they're like this is some prankster kid and then it turns out to be the superintendent of the school which is crazy and my friend who invited us all to do the show the reason i realized this because i had read a couple times like oh the superintendent of school was arrested for shitting on the field and i was like well that's funny <laughs> and then my friend shared it who had invited us all and he was like this is my high school and then i realized oh my god this is the high school that i was just at Maybe and you, I didn't see any poop.
0: Oh, okay. I was gonna ask you. I was no. gonna ask. Maybe, maybe it was happening while you were on stage. I mean,
1: maybe because the show was at like ten PM, so yeah. it would be the perfect time to do it. Like,
0: I wonder what drives someone to to do something like that. You know, like is that is it a sexual thing? I feel is like it's like more like,
1: like to have like a, a like a dirty, dirty secret. secret. <laughs> like I'm uh, gonna poop on the field. So and like, dirty. That is a dirty secret. I actually so.
0: I already did my one more thing, but this just reminds me because I can be petty because I, yeah. I like to be. Yeah, I went to I went to high school in New Jersey as well, and just recently I told you about this. Mm-hmm. The athletic director there, Mr. Finizzi, mm-hmm. got caught uh, embezzling like a ten thousand dollars over like an X number of years. Wow! And now he's not athletic director anymore. So. Well. Peace Mo Bye He was not a nice guy And now I'm talking about you On a podcast And everybody knows (laughs) I'm so spiteful
1: (laughs) Um, So I guess that's that's, That's uh, yeah. it yeah, guys uh,
0: Yeah so Maybe
1: there will be Another update Tacked onto the end of this If something happens Yeah
0: we'll see we'll, we'll, uh, So this could be the end but This could be the end be. But
1: if not Stay tuned for an update Yeah
0: Brian. Or listen to Thursday's podcast With Sammy
1: Yeah well, we'll have Even more update I'm sure yeah. something will happen Between now and Thursday I
0: mean uh, Maybe Maybe not
1: Yeah the, <laughs> Just <kidding. for> the <laughs> Something definitely will happen <laughs> Okay guys Until the end of Democracy I'm Elise Morales
0: I'm Brian Russell Smith
1: And this was The Subcotch did I say podcast? <laughs> yeah, podcast. Uh, this is the sub podcast, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Betches.